0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Interabang Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Simon. Thank you for being with me today, and thanks for listening. Before we get into this week's episode, let's go and talk about some of the news you may have missed this week. Fanshawe Heating, Refrigeration, and Air Conditioning graduate Hangzhou Bing, or Ryan, was recently honored as one of the Faces of London in the 8th Annual I Am London Campaign. The I Am London Campaign is a local social media campaign that recognizes settled immigrants and their accomplishments. The campaign honors diversity and applauds individuals who have made an impact within the community. Tina Martin, student integration facilitator in the English Language Institute, nominated Ryan, and according to Martin, Ryan had attended numerous virtual conversation circles outside of the classroom and always came forward to help other students. Arriving in London in 2012, Ryan found it to be a lot smaller than he had expected, but found more tranquility here than in his home country of China. You can read more about Ryan and this year's other honorees at iamlondon.com. And more on Fanshawe-related news, Fanshawe College has come out on top with a 100% pass rate on the National Dental Hygiene Certification Board Exam. The closest schools to follow were Oxford College with 98% and Algonquin College with 96%. It was a tough year for students since the COVID-19 pandemic put their programming on hold. They were no longer able to work on clients and their school year was extended into the summer. Initially, dental hygiene students worked out of Western University using their facilities. Then, Fanshawe started planning to open their own dental hygiene clinic. Upon graduating, students had a guaranteed job since there's a high demand for dental hygienists. For the current first- and second-year students in the three-year program, it really gave them hope. And lastly, students in Fanshawe's Doula Studies program will be hosting a series of free virtual community drop-in sessions that assist new expecting parents and anyone dealing with loss around this area. The sessions enable individuals in need to build social connections, seek support, and otherwise navigate an entire spectrum of situations that revolve around childbirth, postpartum, breastfeeding, and even child loss. The weekly sessions, delivered under the guidance of faculty member Crystal Malone, will provide a friendly and supportive space for all family dynamics, including LGBTQ2S+, to explore questions about childbirth, feeding, infant care, and more. Sessions will take place every Friday at 4 p.m. via Zoom until December 17th, and sessions usually last one hour. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. Today, I'm joined with Interobang reporter Kate Otterbein for another episode of Reporter Rants. Kate and I chat about some of the fun news we've covered this week, as well as reflect on live coverage experiences, now that we can actually do those again. But before I spoil too much, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hi, Kate. Thank you so much for joining me for our first in-person episode. I guess the one that I'm doing for hosting.
1: Yeah, super fun. For anyone who doesn't know, we're in the XFM booth in the M building. Um yeah we sound better this week yeah we sound a lot better than over zoom which no hate to zoom but you know um (laughs) there's pros and cons (laughs) yeah
0: exactly so today on this episode of reporter rants kate and i are going to talk about really our experience in the program we're going to dive more into what this past week has looked like because for all those who don't know in the broadcast journalism program here at fanshop how it works is basically it's a two-year program. We're finishing up our last year, but in the first year, it was just a lot of theory and getting kind of an understanding, more like actual schoolwork, I, I guess. You could compare yeah, it's to. a
1: little bit more like sit down and read about it. Not completely. There's still a lot of practical elements. Yeah. But it's a lot, a lot less hands-on than this year was in the sense mm-hmm. that you're not doing it as frequently.
0: Yeah. So once you're finished first year, basically in second year, you're running the news station we have here. So that's 106.9 XFM, uh, XFM News, sorry. And yeah, it, it's been pretty fun so far. There's three different rotations kind of covering the three, I guess, more broad sections of journalism. The first one we did was multimedia journalism. That's more of the featurey kind of fun. Documentary type thing. Yeah, documentary. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. And the second one we just finished was reporting. And that one, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what that is. We write stories, post them every day, do interviews. And while we still do that, the one that we just started, was it last week?
1: Last week, yeah. Week. We started on Monday. Crazy that it's already been a week. Yeah, um, we're on
0: our last rotation of the year, I guess, this semester, which is crazy that we're almost done. But anyways.
1: <laughs> there's literally only two weeks left after this week. It's crazy. For it's, anybody who's like excited for the end of the semester, it's coming. It's coming up. <laughs> basically, Kate and I are on the last one, which
0: is newscasting. So we actually got the morning newscast positions, which means we basically go back and forth. I think, Kate, you're at... 8, I'm at 8.30, and you have 9, and we just go back and forth.
1: So we get the first ones of the day, which is pretty exciting. It is, yeah, because that gives us the rest of the day to kind of do our stories for the week um, and kind of have a day to do work, which is really great. yeah, I mean, our day might start at like 5 in the morning, but it's <laughs> over by like 10 a.m., which is nice. Not over completely, but for the, like, the newscasting part, it's over and we get to do it live. It's kind of nice to come in in the morning and see each other and yeah. like have a social life because with COVID and the other rotations, we haven't really been able to see each other as much. So it's nice to kind of make those bonds a little bit stronger in person, how they would have been had COVID not been a thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's... It- Literally, it's been so fun, even just in this past week. It's crazy. It feels like it's been, it's gone so quickly, but yet I remember each day, like
1: individually, if that makes sense. It's crazy. Yeah. It like kind of starts to like meld together, but at the same time, you can still remember what you did. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember like
0: things that I covered because that's the thing, too. I mean, while we're on the other rotations, we still keep up with the news, obviously. But when you're starting at like, 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 like you said, we start like 5 a.m. or something (laughs) like that, we get kind of like the, we get kind of the, the smaller the smaller bits of news, more local. Yeah, so I wanted to bring Kate on here for this week's episode just to talk about some of the things that we've seen this week and what we've covered and kind of told people. So is there anything that just kind of immediately comes to your mind, Kate, of something that you remember seeing, even anything today or, or last week or I guess anything in this past week, really? It's like big. I have one. You have one? I do have one.
1: Is it the one I'm thinking? I'm thinking, but I'm like, do I say this right now?
0: so the fun part about news is that while there's a lot of i guess more intense and and tragic news that we do have to report on on the other side of that there's a lot of happy things in the newsroom we call them kickers so we like to play them at the very end of now you know what i'm talking about i think so yeah (laughs) we like to play them at the end of every newscast for the last story that we report on just because we don't want to leave it off on a bad note we want to don't leave the listeners feeling kind of somber. I guess is the right word to say, or, or sad. We can just say sad. Sad, yeah. So the one that Kate and I saw this week, or was it? It was last week.
1: It was last week. It was like last Night. Thursday or Friday. <laughs> yeah, I for sure, for sure know what you're talking about now.
0: <laughs> so we're looking for you know a happy story to put on. There's a lot of there was a lot of tragic stuff that did go on
1: yeah. last week, but
0: just starting off on a happy note, I guess, kind of doing the opposite of what we actually do in newscast. So there was a doghouse.
1: But not this? any old <laughs> any old regular dog house. Do you want to finish the story? I don't care. I just, I mean, I do care. I love this story so much with all of my heart. Um, there was a dog house, and it wasn't like a normal dog house. It was an actual, like, house that was owned by a dog because he inherited it from his owners.
0: The dog's name was Gunther. I think that's yeah, an important thing was to Gunther.
1: mention. Yeah, Gunther. Yeah, he was a German <laughs> shepherd, and this house was previously owned by Madonna. And he the house was up for sale so it retailed originally for like 7.5 million dollars i think which first of all who in their <laughs> i'm sorry as much as i love my dog i don't think i would
0: really you wouldn't seven... leave your house to
1: your dog is that <laughs> now what you're saying you put
0: me in an uncomfortable
1: situation <laughs> <laughs> i get it though it's like it's a little it's a little odd to give your dog but there's also other things to consider maybe they didn't have anyone else maybe they just they like their dog the best
0: yeah i guess that's true it's just it's it's th- th- i guess the point i'm trying to get here because i'm getting ahead of myself that's not even the craziest part of the story while it's a seven million dollar house
1: that was or sorry previously seven previously originally two? when they got it 7.2 7.5 something around there
0: yeah something around that half mark million dollars previously owned by madonna by the way this house is in florida it's not in canada correct. i feel like i need to mention that correct <laughs> yeah
1: now the retail price thirty one million dollars this is gonna be the world's richest dog in the entire world when it sells we saw that come in and we're like okay found the kicker this found is the kicker it. this is this good. is like <laughs> repeat all day like this is good because it's just like it's just a nice little story that just makes you smile like it's like why does a dog have a house i don't know but it's awesome <laughs> that's just the best way to put it it's like it's awesome gunther is gonna be really really i want
0: to know this is the one thing i didn't understand about the story so did the owners purchase the house for the seven million dollar price or the 30 million because this is a big point of the story
1: the way it was written i understood they bought it for the 7.5 but then also
0: would that is it because a dog bought it that it went up to 30
1: i would say probably like that has to do with it because like the way it was written it didn't sound like it was just because oh madonna lived here you know yeah i feel like it's like
0: an add-in but i mean she lived there when it was a seven million dollar house well, how did it how did a dog buy it and then the value skyrocketed to
1: yeah these things we don't really know yet but these are the questions that these I have. are the questions yeah <laughs> let's find gunther and interview him
0: That's that'd be so idea. much fun yeah
1: on the next podcast gunther will be the, <laughs> <laughs> will be the guest star
0: <laughs> kind of going from that too, talking about other things we we covered throughout the week I don't know if there's anything you want to mention or anything that kind of sticks out to you in a sense. I know you actually,
1: I can see you. You can smiling. see it on my face. <laughs> you can see, you know what I'm going to say. I had the opportunity on Friday um, to go to a concert and cover a concert, which I am very into music, love music, and music journalism has something been something that I've been able to explore with um, this year. And absolutely love it. Like, oh my goodness, if I could do it every single day for the rest of my life, I would absolutely die a happy girl. <laughs> um, but so I got to the opportunity to cover a concert on Friday um, new friends who for anybody who doesn't know they are a Fanshawe alumni band they graduated in 2020 from the music industry arts program um, they're gonna be big guys like I interviewed Aiden Miller who was the keyboard player um, super super nice guys and their songs are so amazing so good so upbeat um. yeah and like it was just the highlight of my entire week to go cover this concert because I love concerts for anybody who knows me that's like my therapy like going to concerts mm-hmm. is just my thing and obviously because of COVID it hasn't really been as prevalent like you haven't really been able to go as much so it was nice to finally get out into that atmosphere Um. yeah and I got to talk to Aiden at the show we had a quick little conversation um, yeah like these guys are killer on stage it's absolutely insane and like you should definitely go listen to their new EP, Lovestruck. It is so good. I remember you talking about this
0: like the week leading up because I know you interviewed Aiden um, for a story before you actually went to the concert, and then you found out you were going to go to the concert, and you were freaking out even more than you were for the like beginning. Of
1: yeah, the- yeah. Because so I had talked to actually in this exact room I t- had talked to Aiden. Kind of because so the premise of the story, um, they recently won a contest by Slate Music called Is Your Shot um, and they won a prize, top prize nationwide, all of Canada worth $100,000 that gives them the opportunity Uh. to record six original songs gives them promotion and marketing help, including the development of their own official website and live performance opportunities in 2021 and beyond. So this is absolutely huge for them. And like their next EP, I don't, I'm not totally sure if it's the next EP or if it's the one they just released because they did just release that one. I'm pretty sure it's the one that they're going to record under Slate Music. Um Will be promoted worldwide for them this is going to be absolutely huge for their career yeah and Aiden said that he and a direct quote that like I love that he had said is it's really cool to have someone in want to invest on your dreams and that's just so amazing because this is something so many people dream about right and like the fact so young and like be able to do this like they graduated last year yeah they just graduated this past school year um four guys they are um Stefan, Aiden, Cole, and Conrad. Those are the guys who are in the band. Um, They graduated from Music Industry Arts. They're like taking over the world. Their song Purple Candy, that was written in this school, in the walls of this school, while they were going to Fanshawe. I can't say it was written in the school, but you know, while they were at Fanshawe, was streamed 3.5 million times, over 3.5 million times Oh my god! on streaming services. Like, yeah, no, I am not kidding when I tell you guys these are, they're going to be huge. And I was so excited to go to the concert because I had listened to some of their songs. I had seen all the things that they've accomplished and like, they're just, they're already taking over the world. They've been featured on CTV's show, Private Eyes, with Purple Candy, which was that song that like- No way. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. Like there's so many so many layers to the story and honestly i just they need they deserve this shout out because they are so good and they're so good live and they're really just nice humble dudes like and it was so nice like i have not been able to cover an actual concert yet and that was a very memorable first concert it was just so much fun and for anybody who um wants to see it I have a video that is on 1069thex.com for their article. And then there will be one coming out um, in the next issue for Interabang. And I will see about attaching the video to that article as well, um, which kind of gives you a one minute snippet of like four of their songs that they played. They had a half hour set. They played, I'm pretty sure, like all of their songs. Um, wow. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. And it's yeah i can't give them enough praise because they're just (laughs) they're so talented and it's so good and it's so much fun you'll love the music it's just like i think it's fair to say it's for everybody um because it's just kind of like you're i I was gonna say it's just
0: like an upbeat kind of thing and it's upbeat kind of poppy just like nice music yeah
1: no yeah it's like it's so much fun and i don't i will not i don't know if we can play it for you but well kate yes we can Here's a clip of their song Kate was
0: referencing called Purple Candy
1: I definitely think you should look them up um, new friends music on YouTube or any of their socials and find their songs because like their new album that they just released like last week or the week before. amazing. I didn't know they were really sad, but I was just going to talk about... Um, an EP, sorry. I, if I said album, it's an EP. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to talk about,
0: because I know you said it before, like you've always been big in kind of the music side of journalism and covering things. But now the fact, you know, we're a year, I mean, our first year, we didn't really get a lot of in-person experiences. Well, we talked about the beginning and a lot of our theory work in this program. But now that we can kind of do that and we're in the, the year where we actually are pretty much... It's like we're working like we're well we are working yeah, but it's, it's like we it's our job mm-hmm. and i know we've been to a couple in-person events just this year but even going to an event at like that like that concert how was that for you i, I want to talk about your experience there and so finally getting to do it yeah
1: it was a little weird to be in a room with people again yeah <laughs> um that was the weirdest part is like you know because it's a concert right it's a stereotype it's your stereotypical concert venue um it was amazing and obviously you had your masks on unless you were eating or drinking something. There was no food, so if you're drinking something. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was at the Rum Runners, um, which is part of the London Music Hall, but, like, a kind of upstairs venue, bar-type-looking venue. Yeah, yeah. Super awesome. Um, And I loved being able to get out to a concert again because, like, I haven't really been able to go to a concert since, you know, I went to an outdoor one a bit ago, um, a couple months ago, but I haven't been, like, an indoor concert that was, like, this kind of atmosphere. And the atmosphere is what it's all about. And I have always been into music. I was like, my plan A, I was convinced I was going to travel the world and I was going to be a superstar by now, like pop star, just like singing. Really? Yeah, like musician, being a musician. I know you've always loved music. I didn't know you wanted to be a musician. No, yeah, musician is my absolute dream. And I come from a long line of musicians in my family. Um, So that was my plan A. (laughs) And and now I love that I'm able to, in like kind of my secondary passion that I found, I'm able to explore that and kind of connect the two worlds. Because sure, I'm not the one on stage, but I can live vicariously through in this case, these guys, what I'm reporting on, like new friends and like watching them have so much fun makes me so happy. That is my favorite part of going to a concert is all of these people, they're doing it because they love it. And you can just see it in the way they're dancing, the way they're, you know, doing all of their performing, how much they love it. And I know that feeling. And I love to portray that through my audio that goes on air or my, articles yeah the stories the words you put down it,
0: it's yeah. just so satisfying and that goes back to the atmosphere point you said it kind of when you can tell like talking from the music perspective because that's what we're going on in concerts when you can tell that the the musicians and, and the singers on stage are really into what they're doing and like you can tell like they're just so enthusiastic about it and they love to do what they do it makes the experience for
1: everyone that much better and that goes that's not just for like singers and musicians that's literally for anything for anything yeah and I mean and these guys going back to new friends I love those guys I'm you know this is they're like one of my <laughs> news talking bands. about it non-stop I've been talking about it non because <laughs> I'm so excited and I love them and I love their music um I am so excited to follow their career and you can just see like Aiden for example in the videos that I took he's just rocking all of those guys know how to rock so hard and you can just <laughs> see like their faces beaming. they're all so happy to be there like Conrad when he was playing he was just like beaming the entire time it's just like it's so amazing to see how much they love this and that you can like they won that contest for a reason and they deserve it like mm mm-hmm oh you can just you watch them live and you can just see and this is like their first concert in a while because of covid obviously right yeah and like they can play live shows now and i don't i don't know man this is like it's so it's so awesome to see like go watch the videos like you just see in their music (laughs) videos and the live videos of like how much they just rock they just dance and they love every second of being on stage
0: kind of going from that talking about um those videos, but really like your perspective on them. Like, even just like what we talked about before, just kind of going from you know the enthusiasm and when they're like they're really into it. But it, that's not just for singers, like I said. That's for anyone doing any job. When they're really into it, it just puts out the best work. When you follow these passions, you can put out like the best work in life. So I Absolutely. saw, <laughs> and I'm gonna say I this. Know, yeah So on your Snapchat, because I saw it on Friday when you went to the concert. I could, your face, you were so happy to be there. Just and as glowing. like, <laughs> as like one of your, you know, we work together every day, but like as a friend seeing you kind of in that environment, cause I know like you love music. I didn't know you want to be a musician. So that's yeah. cool. <laughs> but... <laughs> like just seeing you there and seeing how happy you were and t-
1: like recording them you're blushing now <laughs> I'm eventually. blushing it's literally my favorite thing in the entire world like it's just it's I can't so portray nice to that see.
0: yeah it, it's just so nice to see that now and now that we can do these in person events i guess for me i mean i the funny thing is i thought you always wanted to be a journalist i thought that's what you wanted to go into cuz for me that that was that was me like as a kid i wanted to be a journalist i was like i want i, I got inspired through watching all the old uh, like DC shows, my dad is a huge superhero yeah. fanatic, putting on Superman, and I wanted to be, like the reports, I wanted to do that, like I got inspired through superhero <laughs> yeah, things,
1: I mean, but that I just wanted sense.
0: to yeah, and I just, I, I went into that but now, I mean, COVID obviously it affected so many people, but even just like, a lot of passions I saw people, you know, they didn't want to go to school because it wasn't going to be the same experience, they mm-hmm. wanted to take the year off, and I kind of felt that and I didn't realize it until Doing more in-person events and and like concerts like we went to or we went to the the last week of our reporting shift or whatever you want to call it we went to the Remembrance Day ceremony and being live and being immersed in these situations and it kind of just lets you be the eyes to your audience which is so cool and when you put in those like visual aspects it it makes your job so much easier but it kind of like advances it to a level that it's just it's so much fun and when you see the the these reporters they're being enthusiastic about what they're doing and where they are the passion yeah. the, it, oh my god it and makes it, for so much better work so when i was reading your article and watching the videos and hearing the audio that you put out this morning because i played it on the newscast yeah. on my eight thirty newscast hearing the music and hearing you talk
1: i could even hear in your voice Just like, how happy i am to talk about it yeah and that's something i can't i can't literally cannot put into words how much i love music it is my first and It was my only passion for a long time my first and only and like my always my go-to um and again like i was convinced i was that was gonna be my life and in a way maybe it some will some someday will be in some Hmm. shape or form i'll be doing music um journalism still but that was i didn't know until my fifth year that i wanted to go into journalism i did co-op placement at a radio station and with ctv london with scott miller and That's when I was like, oh, this is really cool because it still allows me to be creative. But before that, I didn't know what my plan B was when I wasn't like, you know, when I already wasn't traveling the world and whatever. (laughs) So I love that I can do that through journalism. And like, I just love it. And going back to like my work, even I, all morning, I was like, this is the best wraparound I have ever put out. Like, this is. I want to put this in my portfolio. I
0: want to show this off. And it is, it's amazing. The music in like. Just the enthusiasm in your voice. Yeah. It's so,
1: like... I was so happy recording that. And, like, I can't I can't stop talking about it enough because, like, I love getting the music involved in, like, my wraparounds. And I love talking about that and getting that kind of feel for it. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, and I don't know. I love that I was able to kind of talk to the band about it and get their perspective and use their music in, like, a snippet of their music in the thing. Like, it's it's just all so amazing. And I just – I cannot stress how much I love that piece that I was able to put together.
0: Yeah, and that was, like, one of your your first big experiences doing what you really wanted to. It, yeah. it allows you to be creative. And that's the thing about journalism that I've always loved. Like, well, it's it sounds like such a big, scary monster. monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it kind of is in some way because you're always, you know, are – program coordinator always tell us you know news is the thing that it constantly needs to be fed. So I think that in a way it kind of gives off a first impression of being really intimidating and really scary. but the thing about it is that it journalism it breaks up into different categories. We were taught it's called beat so there's a journalism beat. So you can do entertainment, you can do politics, you can do business, you can do like literally everything you can Whenever break it down your heart even food yeah, even food. like you can break it down and do everything. So I think it's, it's such a cool thing that you're now able to kind of go off. Cause I know even this Saturday, I mean, this is going to, this is going up Friday, but this Saturday we're going to the CCMAs, which, yeah, is, gonna, which is so exciting. You've like, been talking about for months and you're like, do yeah. you want to go with me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. because <laughs> like, I would have been immersed in that. And like, it's, so exciting. it's such a big event cause it's coming to London. So yeah. like, I'm so excited to do that. I got, I keep getting off topic. I'm just so excited. <laughs> it's it's okay.
1: It's so exciting and like talking is music as a whole is just amazing and like country music is what I grew up on. So like the CCMAs is also an amazing thing because my like for so long it's been like country and pop. Country and pop. That's like that's what Kate listens to.
0: Yeah. And
1: I in the last <laughs> week, country and pop. I do new friends more pop and ccma's canadian country music awards come on dream come true yeah we're talking to so many different
0: singers and even that i'm excited (gasps) about i just love talking to interesting people i think that's the thing that i really love about journalism like you're talking about music and stuff i just love talking to people and learning new things as i go i guess the Mm -hmm. right way to say it is like i love the fact that what i'm going into and what the area i kind of want to do it's going to allow people to it's it's i've always kind of looked at it's like a microphone i'm just like a walking microphone and it's an outlet for people to share their stories mm-hmm. and like it's a chance for me to learn it's a chance for other people to learn and it doesn't matter what it is i mean i'm not as settled down as i don't really know what journalism beat i want to go into because yeah. i find things i love about all of them i mean this past week i wrote an article and i was following like religiously on the um the big conservative senator firing between Aaron o'toole and former senator denise batters like i was following that and i'm like holy crap whoa and i'm not someone who's like really into politics but just following that and kind of informing people and keeping them up to date there's something about that that's just really it's exciting it, yeah it's exciting it kind of gets your adrenaline going and especially with those live events i can't even imagine how your heart was pounding at that concert
1: oh it was to love yeah
0: concerts and just music in general but then being able to report on it and like the adrenaline you're getting paid to be there oh
1: yeah oh (laughs) it was so cool and
0: that's the cool thing too like you can go to all these amazing events when we talk about journalism in a journalism point of view and you can like you're getting money from doing this
1: yeah like Like, this is literally the epitome of getting paid to do what you love if you do what you love you will never work a day in your life and that is exactly how it's felt because obviously like through journalism i feel like we talked about this before in different podcasts and previous podcasts there are a lot of hard moments there are a lot of Mm -hmm. moments where you're like why am i doing this like this is you know can i am i cut out for this whatever it is and i for the last few days since i went to that concert I have not felt like I have been working a single day. I've been putting in crazy hours and like I just I've loved every second of it. It's just it truly you just you need to find that passion because it makes it all worthwhile.
0: Yeah, 100%. I know this this series that we do, it's called Reporter Rants and we talk about our experience in journalism and doing what we do. But that that's so right. And I even yeah, you you have to love what you do and the moment you really find out what it is you want to do and you're chasing after that even the schoolwork i've found like while there has been stressful parts especially with the pandemic that didn't help the fact that i'm and or we we're chasing after something that we want to do and we're so excited to do it doesn't even feel like the schoolwork is like draining well Sorry, I shouldn't say that.
1: It is draining <laughs> a little School bit. School is draining for everybody, though. It's yeah, not. It doesn't affect out. how much we love it. You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, it, and I think that's such a, a good thing to, to put in because I know a lot of my friends too, and I'm not just promoting journalism. But there's been a couple of them who, you know, they they switch majors or they drop out of programs because it's not what they it's not what they thought. It's not really what they wanted to do. So I think that's such a good. Um, it, it's it's just something to mention because, and yeah.
1: the way I look at it is yes, sure it sucks to spend your money on a program and you drop out and you don't like it but the way i look at that is that's money well spent because that was something you learned you did not want to do you do not want to spend the rest of your life doing that and that is one less thing for you to worry about, worry about <laughs> and, and the, wonder yeah. and like like it's okay you know, to, who, it's, it's, it's it's okay to to drop out or
0: to not go into that field and well yeah i know getting money and paying for these things it's really expensive but if you look at it with that like state of mind it, it's so important and i would argue one of the the greatest things that you could ever learn in life because you're just kind of uncovering who you are and what you want to do and mm-hmm. for some people that's that comes easier i mean i feel very fortunate because i found what i really wanted to do and what my passion was and what i feel like i'm here to do <laughs> i found that out at a, at a at a younger age like while i was in high school even before that like i've
1: known for years yeah and i i think it's important to mention too that it's not, don't be afraid if it changes. Life changes if you decide one day that the job you loved when you were in college, you absolutely can't stand now, it's time for a change. Your dreams change with you. And it's okay to you know, go back to school or to switch careers or whatever it may be. There are so many people in my life who are adults who are like, I still don't know what to know what I want to be when exactly. I grow up, right? Like, you're constantly trying to find that pas- passion. And as long as you're happy in the present moment, that's all that matters.
0: That's the thing that I think people really need to, to focus on. I remember even in high school, there were people saying, you know, well, I want to do this because I can get a lot of money being this doctor or this surgeon or this type of lawyer, whatever it was. They're just going after it for the money. And I think while that is important and while you you do need to have that that understanding of, you know, I, I do need to get some money. I do need to make a living out of this. The main thing that you need to look for is am I gonna be happy doing this for now? My dad always told me when I was growing up, it's never what you want to do for the rest of your life. And I always hated when I heard that in high school. Like, okay, time for you know, I'm fourteen 15, 16, whatever years old, what are you going to do for the rest of your life until you retire and then eventually pass? It's like, which isn't realistic. No, it's so stressful and it puts so much unneeded stress. So my dad, every day he would tell me, especially when I'm trying to, in my last years of high school, it's not what you want to do for the rest of your life. It's what you want to do now. Because like you're saying, things change, things happen. Like things don't always go as planned, but that doesn't mean that you're doomed or you're never going to find something else again it just means you're going to find something different that you're going to enjoy and while, you know maybe i'm gonna love journalism and i've loved it for this long but maybe i'll fall out of it or something but i can the stuff that i've learned from it and my experiences that to me means more than any paycheck amount or just grudging through a job that i absolutely hate just to get a a paycheck or whatever you shouldn't
1: have to watch the clock to you know, for like when you're going to be done work. And I mean, even use me as an example. I was like, the only thing I love is music. And that's all I want to do with my life. I was looking through college books after college books after college books in grade 12. Not sure what I wanted to do. I was like, I hate all of this stuff. And then it took me taking that leap and doing co-op experiences to find that I love journalism. And now look at me now, like I am able to connect my love for music and the love for journalism and being creative and put them together and even if it's something drastically different like you're you know you're a journalist and you want to go be a doctor someday like it doesn't matter as long as it makes you happy and maybe maybe you'll you know you'll find something that you can connect the dots with and find that even ground common ground
0: yeah everyone has that that kind of process and the the plan they go through and they don't know how long it's going to take because everybody's different everybody's unique in their own way especially what they want to choose to do for mm. i guess majority or, or parts of their life but i think kind of going from that one of the the main things to to mention while this is what we're saying and what i believe is really important what we're talking about it is easier said than done oh absolutely I, I, so i think the main thing to kind of take out of this as well i know there's peer pressure i mean i was in high school you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's peer pressure to to get like well i want to go into this and i went to a, a school that's considered Academic or whatever you want to call it. They were just I guess known. I'm from a small town So each school was known for something different Um, So there there is a lot of a lot of pressure to kind of figure out what you want to do and be What's considered successful but success can be success isn't about money. It's about You know what you do what you love your
1: happiness for it.
0: Yeah, and what you put out Into the world or what what you choose to do with your life if you're happy with what you're doing and you're passionate and you're providing good work and you're, you're just you're loving life every day that to me is success
1: that is what makes you rich truly absolutely and of course obviously money is important to get you like you know to help with that financial stress but the most important thing is like you are rich with how full and how much you love your life
0: exactly and i found too when you're like you're saying rich and it's, it's you're so passionate about what you're doing you're gonna put out the best work that you do because Mm -hmm. it's not just like you're working every day and you have to get to a certain quota or a certain number or whatever it is you're actually like you're you're working because this is what you want to do and you're putting out your best work because this passion is driving you and that in turn will help you get raises or help you in the future get more money and be more successful we're talking about the financial way so when you have that first step of finding what it is you're passionate about i don't know for us that's that's reporting that's journalism that's what it's become for us but for anybody like this is the this is the big thing to remember when you find what you're passionate about and sometimes like we were talking about it's trial and error you might don't be afraid to take that
1: leap yeah or like talk to people like talk to professionals of like you know what is this job actually like take the make those leaps make those mistakes and you know you'll find your path eventually
0: yeah absolutely well, Kate, thank you so so much for joining me on this week's episode of the Interabang Podcast. This has been an amazing conversation. I know we got off topic a little bit, but I think we ended off. It on was a really worth good it. Note. It was worth
1: yeah. it. Yeah, we we took a journey with this one. But thank you so much <laughs> for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interabank Podcast. You can catch up with every episode on Google Play, Apple Music, and Spotify. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe.